Here you talking about is a platform that addresses common problems and trends within the health and wellness, fitness, and athletic realms. The purpose of the platform is to provide those who have any insecurities for their lack of knowledge and correct those who are speaking out of context. We know that everyone is more intelligent in regards to body function and intuitive progressions of their respective channels. There is no shame asking specific questions to gain clarity. I may get on your ass, but it is all in fun. We want to eliminate any negativity by bringing fun and laughter to this space. This is and always will be a safe space to grow. Let's rock. Take Drake. I'm sorry. One take Drake. You know, I never take two. Mm. So explain the fit before we get off into what we're gonna get off. Explain. All right. So What's um, the thing about it is, even though it's late March, early April, spring season, right? Spring technically started what six days ago. Type deal. Type deal. Six days ago. So we at the end of the first week of spring, and uh, right now, if I go outside, it's forty something. Type deal, type deal. Right, so I got the layers right now. I got the the regular chino slacks. You know, they fitted Taylor. You know, Taylor gained no Wiz Khalifa. Uh, I got the, I got the blue, I got the blue cotton, cotton fiber. You know, no hangs. You know what I mean? The date right, night right, shirt. Right. It's this that shirt you get on and run around, and you can go to your your lady's house with it. You can go to the store with it. You can go to the game with it. You can go to the mall. It's just that overall shirt. And then what's on top of it is that flannel. Now, this flannel is really fall season. Uh-huh. But, you know, since my color tones right now is kind of dull, I just uh-huh. do it on top for a little pop. That's uh-huh. how it goes. Uh-huh. So I just, yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, what sneakers them here? Oh. What the fuck them here? Oh, these the Chinese those the Instagram. Sonic, those the Sonic Rings. Exclusive, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, on a period on Instagram, they were selling, like, sneakers and all a bunch of crazy stuff. Yeah. And so I was just like, mm, all right, I do it. That's where the sneakers came from. But I dig. I want to highlight one article he got on. He got a nice, nice hoodie. It's covered up by his weak ass Marvel jacket. Oh, man, you hear me? That's that uh that's that jacket that um I told you to get from what you call it, ain't it? The Ragarama. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a nice hoodie by itself, but what it's covering up is is even nicer. He like wearing jackets with his hoodies on. He can do that, but he gotta have like a regular Nike hoodie. He fake me with. He don't know what he is. Hell no. Nah. He just me. Tear. 
I wish you would take that jacket off. Because you got, that's a nice, that's a nice hoodie, man. Uh, nah, but I'm cozy. Here. I understand. I'm cozy. I'm oh, cozy oh, like oh. this guy smooth with the shorts on, but we in a cold front right now. I'm cozy right we now. We just had the heat on. It's cold as house. You were the only cold person in, in this, this cold house. ass house. Nigga, last time you said it was cold, what did you talk about? And you nah, did bring a personal blanket. I brought a blanket to be more cozy. I was cozy level one last time. I wanted to be level two. You feel me? How many levels are it? It's like 12. 12 levels? 12. Give me the first. Let me get the first five. Like, break down the first five. So you was on level one last time. What was what was that? Level one. First, you gotta first you gotta enter the cozy zone. So if you're not at level one, you're not even cozy. Well, you grown as hell saying cozy, fool. Hey, I'm comfortable with my grownness. That's how cozy he is. I think that's like level six or something. That's like level eight. I'm going to drink this body rum in the vocabulary. Y'all wonder what I'm drinking. I'm drinking body rum. I ain't drinking liquor. Nah, nah, nah. We we drinking nothing. I'm marked yeah. until told otherwise. Yeah, yeah. We got no sponsors. Uh, You know, Jay-Z, get at me. Rose, get at me. Oh. <laughs> uh. uh. N O R E, get at me. Nori, get at me. Uh -huh. Drink chance. I'm on that thing next. Mm -hmm. Let y'all know where he's staying. Mm. Mm. Get at me. Lil Wayne, get at me. 100 proof. 100 proof. It's a rock boy. Salute. But, uh, so level one is just. Level one, you, you just happy to be cozy. You know what I'm saying? You satisfied because some people just not even cozy. You know what I'm saying? Then level two is. Mm, I could just fall off if I think about it. Mm. So, you know, I'm a little bit more grateful. I could just fall off. Okay. Level three is like, where am I? Why do I feel so good? You know? And level four is suspiciously good. Level five is, all right, I know where it is. I know I'm about to fall asleep. So, so level four is, um, it, it shocks you how comfortable you are at that moment. Yeah. And then level five, you just like sitting there. Yeah, you got to accept. How comfortable you, you are. Embraced. You mm -hmm. embraced level four. Now, level six, that's like Thanksgiving oh, post meal. You said five. I know. All right. Five was embracing level four. You breaking barriers. Yeah. yeah. So there's 12 that, levels. Don't forget. There's 12 levels. I was going to stop at six because. You stopping halfway. Yeah, I'm stopping right. halfway. I right, need so. an introduction. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So. Okay. I'm just letting y'all know, you know, after six, it get crazy. That's when your vocabulary changes. Mm -hmm. That's when your mind changes. Your total movements change. Because if you after level six, every uh, sleep, every uh, feeling, you're questioning what were you doing before. So uh, when what level does cozy go outside the home? Cozy always goes outside the home. Cozy's uh, never in the house. It's not an in-house special. Cozy is irrelevant to time and place. Man. Okay, so uh, the girls that got the fuzzy uh, steering wheel covers, what level are they? That's not even cozy. It's not Nissan. cozy. Nah, that level Nissan. Yeah, yeah. yeah you they, got they fuzzy level, steering wheel covers. Your hands level, are sweaty. They level reckless. Mm -hmm. mm hmm. So what about the Rihanna slippers? See, reckless. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, hey, I ain't say nothing on, about Rihanna related. They the Rihanna. same ones that still wear them felines. Yeah. yeah. Forever I love it, Lunas. Forever I love it, <laughs> Forever I love it, Go ahead, go ahead. Now y'all good, bro. I'm done. Hopefully I educated y'all. So cozy. So we got ours, you know, and we all nice and cool and calm and collected and cozy. CC, CC. Mm. What you, what you got Coast moving this thing, man. Coast moving. You, you the last C. Colorful. 
Mm. Oh yeah. Break it mm. down. Break it down. Yeah. Y'all, y'all can't see the shoes, but he got the. Um, yeah, he got the UNC fours. Oh, I pull them up for you. Oh, he's flexible. Yeah, he's flexible. Got the UNC fours. You know the Tar Heels on the heels. So, so give us the breakdown, man. Man, the breakdown with the shoes and the and the shorts they complement each other. Right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? And then to be sarcastic, never. It's a smart ass shirt. Cause I'm sarcastic as hell. Y'all see the shirt? They right here. There you go. There you go. So I did put it together straight like that. Right, right. I really right. just threw some stuff on. Yeah. I just want to be swollen in front of the camera. I ain't gonna tell my hours, you know? We understood. Yeah, you understood the assignment. I did. I completed. Yeah, has, All right, it been, well, has it been graded yet? Ain't yeah. been graded yet. But, it's but been you submitted. turned it in. It's, it's been graded. submitted. Yeah, look, I forgot my slugs back at the crib. If right. I had my if I had my teeth in, it'd be different. That's extra credit. So though. right now, there it goes. So really, See. really, I'm grade A. Yeah, mm. That might get you with the uh, the extra credit curve. You know, there's always there a, there's always a grading curve. There you go. Put you over the top. There you, you know, go. Like, no, I'm like, talking about. Let that influence your grade. But um, so let's 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 talk about it. And this isn't a check to you. But since we talking about brands and fashion, mm. years ago, I'm going to say 2008, right? Matching fits were a no-no, mm. right? Mix, mm. Mismatching uh, brands, right? Nike, Adidas, Reebok, you know, uh, Polo, Louis, I got Gucci. Adidas socks on right now. Right, 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 yeah. right, right. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, Adidas socks and Nike socks they're universal. They're not even for athletes anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. You'll see people wearing Adidas socks, athletic socks, the dry fit, mm-hmm. dry fit Jones. You'll see them wearing them with a power suit. Right. You'll see them wearing going to church, going yeah. to sleep. Yeah. It's the vibe. Ain't worked out in years. Mm-hmm. I haven't did nothing powerful in years. Mm-hmm. They just got on some athletic clothes. They can't even run more than two miles an hour for three minutes. Mm. That's all I'm saying. And that's a that's a speed wall. You put it together. You do the math. Mm-hmm. So you're wearing all these athletic clothes and dry fit shirts and dry fit socks and dry fit this fleece that but you ain't even athletic i don't want to get into can non-athletic people wear athletic things but we just want to stick to the topic of does it matter to miss and match brands now nah it never mattered if you a brand ho you 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 got a deeper problem you know what i'm saying like 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 like, like my man Mill said like i'm just, i'm trying to be cozy right right you know what i'm saying, I'm saying. I'm just trying to be cozy. When I step out of the crib, I'm trying to be comfortable. You did. So if I got these Adidas socks on with DJs, if mm-hmm. I'm comfortable, I'm comfortable. But because I got some Nike socks on, or because I got some Jordan socks on, it's going to make me more comfortable. Oh, well, it's just the principle. I mean, you know, that's your reference point. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you feel like going to, <clears throat> excuse me, if you feel like going to go spend some extra money just to make sure brand's matching, I mean, like, that's you. I'm the same cat. Like, I don't care. Like, you know what I'm saying? Nike pants, I run Adidas jacket. Don't matter to me. Right. Like if I look fresh, I look fresh. Right. You feel me? Right. Like if it had the same, if it had the same swoosh pattern down bottom, and then it had the same stripe pattern up top. If it didn't have the swoop, the Nike check, or if mm-hmm. it didn't have the Adidas sign, nobody say nothing. Mm. It'd be no brand. Mm. But the second that you put the brand on there, that's what everybody kill. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I was right. they with DJ. Right. Right. DJs right here ain't nothing until they had the jump man on them. Mm. Like that, that that's how we be thinking when we when we be talking fashion. You feel me? So like for example, like me when I go to track meets, cool, whatever I can put on, I put on. If y'all want to sponsor me, y'all gonna let me know. If y'all want me to wear y'all stuff, y'all gonna give it to me. If y'all want me to throw on y'all stuff, y'all gonna give it to me. Besides that, shit, I'm wearing what I bought from Ross. What are you talking about? Want to go? Wanna yeah, go. me drip for less. Yeah, me drop mm-hmm. for less, drip for less. Mm-hmm. Man, look, look, look. Before we get off, like that. I'm before, we get, that. before we get off into the topic of the day, 
Let's introduce ourselves. All right, all right. Because these folks don't know who we are. All right, so I, I'll, I think I'll kick it off, man, you know. Hailing from Memphis, Tennessee, by way of Stone Mountain, Georgia, you got Sean Diesel. That's my name, Sean. We're going to stick to that right there, man. I've been knowing, I've been knowing the host uh, since 2014. We both attended undergraduate together, man. It's not important when we went to school. We just know that we turned up wherever we went, but until the song got that was that was really us. No matter what it was, that was us. The energy was always high, man. And uh, this this guy right here, he introduced me a lot into uh, the world of fitness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, not that he showed me how to build muscle, but he showed me how to strategically improve and grow and keep maintain muscle. He taught me what it means to actually maintain a size. See, all I knew was just regular mm. football, in-season, out-of-season, spring condition. That's that's all I got. Mm. Basic level. And the mm. weightlifting was only to complement my performance in the field. But once I realized that I wasn't interested in performing as much anymore, or the, so the aesthetics of it, I understood that I had to have a different game plan. Mm. I didn't have a coach. Mm. I didn't have strength and conditioning. I didn't have none of that. So, you know, shout out to him for giving me the knowledge that I have. And hopefully... Throughout these these session podcasts, you'll understand exactly why I stand in the world of fitness. Mm. Turn up, turn up. Okay, it's on me. Uh, my name is, you can call me Miles, Milas, Mills, butcher my name, let it be whatever. Um, I'm from like 30 minutes down the road where we at, location unknown, uh, born and raised on the south side, um, producer, photographer, videographer, life coach, whatever you want to <laughs> call me. But right now, I'm the third person on this podcast. You know, we can get into the weeds of genetics, physiology, physics, whatever you want to do. We can talk about it. That's me in a nutshell. Right. But I'm all vibes and reality. Right. There we go. Right. Well, honey, well, it's on me now. I'm the last person. All right. I'm Cole Smooth. A lot of people know me. Some people don't. It is what it is. Um, I'm a strength coach. With a background in mechanical engineering, continued education in neurological and chronic pain. Uh, so I have my degree in kinesiology and also mechanical engineering. Mm. Well, I got one more class I finished that a lot of people don't know. But yeah, um, I've been in my career going on 12 years. It'll be 12 years in July, July 23rd. Yeah, July 23rd, it'll be 12 years that I've been doing this. So uh, I deal with the general population. Overall, most building fat loss, special populations, uh, prenatal, postnatal, postpartum, tactical training for the armed forces, via Marine Corps, Navy SEAL, special forces. So I prepare frontline soldiers for deployment. I've been doing that uh, about eight years now. Uh, I've coached Olympic track and field in over 13 different countries. Currently have an athlete on the USA Olympic track and field team. Um, What else about me that people would be interested in knowing? I think they'd be interested in your title. Your title. What? What? Because I remember uh, mm, before we graduated, before we both left uh, undergrad, uh, you had a big moment where you were explaining to people, uh, "I'm not a trainer. Uh, I'm a coach." So, uh, so what is that? Why? Why are you a coach? Okay, for sure. And why does it bother you? I bet. So I am a coach. I've always been a coach. I've never been a trainer. Never ever. A trainer, when you train people, you you train employees and you train monkeys. You know what I'm saying? You train animals. And it's just straight up like that. You know Mm. what I'm saying? Like, to train means that you continually have to have supervision in order to complete that task. 
or you're coaching the individual, you're coaching them to where one day the tools, the values, the resources, the moments that you've instilled in them, they will one day be able to do that on their own. So when they can comfortably display what it is that you have taught them, that's when they go ahead and branch off away from you. You did what I'm saying? So all clients, patients, athletes, whatever, they are an extension and representation of that coach. You feel me? So is it safe to say that a trainer is, quote unquote, forever, mm. right? As whereas a coach, you yeah. are forever, but not in person. Exactly. So the you teachings all... from a trainer is temporary, but the teachings from a coach is forever. Yeah, you could always come back. You feel what I'm saying? But that don't mean that you have to come back. Like, you, you're skilled enough to do it on your own. But see, people don't pay attention to titles. You dig what I'm saying? Right. They just they just hop off in here, no credentials. They just be like, oh, okay, who out the band and what I do. So this is why I'm going to go by. See, back in the G, you feel what I'm saying? Like, going on the trainer, like, it was a lot of, like, negative, negative stuff that was attached to it. So you got to be real careful, like, what titles you pick. You know what I'm saying? Like, what you got your credentials in, this, that, and the third. How you chose to identify under your experience. But, you know, now, you know, 10, 12 years later, decade later, you know, social media is a lot more powerful. So people don't be doing a lot of fact-checking. Like, when I got when I got certified, like, I had to sit down for my test. So I'm saying I actually had to go to um, a testing institution. You feel me? And you had to get patted down. You know you're saying? You had to lock all your stuff in a little locker, whatever. They had cameras all on the walls, all on the, the ceiling or whatever, and it was proctored. Mm-hmm. So they literally had somebody at your station. Like, it wasn't just, like, one person would just sit there and be on the computer. Like, they had people, like, walking around. Like, they had somebody looking at you like this right here. Mm-hmm. But see, now people can go online and they can control elf. They can open up two tabs. You feel me? Say, they had a test on one, and they had their notes on the other. Control elf. Let me find what the question asked me right here in my notes. Oh, okay, this what the answer is. All right, cool. You feel me? But then they try to identify as a coach. So people think that there is a cross-sectionality or those terms or titles can be interchangeable, and they are not. Some people don't bring clarity to that, but mm-hmm. I'm bringing clarity to that today. Like, not nah, them two different things. So what would you advise? Got a question on you. What would you advise uh, someone who's currently studying, taking mm-hmm. the footsteps you took, undergraduate and certifications and exams? Uh, what would your advice be to someone who is looking to be a trainer, wanting to be a coach, if they understand difference between the two experience they got they gotta they gotta jump out in that water they can't be afraid of how deep it is you can't dip your toe in there you can't dip no stick in there yeah you, you gotta jump in there so so not your credentials uh but your know-how your knowledge your wisdom makes you a coach <clears throat> yeah like a lot of people haven't even programmed for themselves so it's like how are you programming for other people but you haven't even programmed for yourself people want to scream and talk about uh, linear progression and periodization. I want to scream all these terms that they see in these books, but they themselves have not actually underwent programming for themselves, understanding what mental fatigue and neural fatigue and overall physical exhaustion actually is. Yeah, you did what I'm saying? They take what they learned from high school or if they went on a, a weight loss journey or a muscle building journey, you know what I'm saying? They didn't really know what they was doing. They was getting workouts from a friend or they was <clears throat> excuse me, they was getting workouts from Instagram or from YouTube, and then they just be like, oh, I'm just going to go ahead and put this together, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go ahead and sell this as a program. Mm-hmm. So first off, you take other people's work, mm-hmm. you feel what I'm saying? So that's a no-no within itself. Like, mm-hmm. you need to be original and have your own work, you feel what I'm mm-hmm. saying, and be confident in what it is that you know. And if you make it, you make it. If you fuck up, you fuck up. Like, your successes don't really define how good you are. Like, it's your failures. Like, you have to fail in order to succeed. So, like, if you're trying to transition from a trainer to a coach, 
Like, you going to have to fuck up. You going to mess up with a client. It's going to be a client that, you know what I'm saying, they they might not achieve their results that they want. Right. You feel what I'm saying? You may have somebody, you may have to give them their money back. You feel me? You may have somebody who they might get injured. You did what I'm saying? But every time that you fail, that's an opportunity for you to learn and to be able to progress. Mm-hmm. I just feel the individuals, they say that they want to get better, but they're so driven by social media and all of the quote-unquote perfections that you have to put up that they they negate being able to be imperfect. Like, you are an imperfect being in an imperfect world. Right. So you have to be able to grasp that concept right. if you truly want to be a great coach. Right, yeah. right. That's why people come to you. People come to you because of your missiles. They they know that you've been there before. Right. So, like, how the fuck is you going to be somebody who's, like, all you do is greatness? I wouldn't want to come to somebody who's never messed up because you've never faced any adversity. Mm. So, I can't trust it if I'm going through tough times or a hard situation that I could call you or that I can lean on you because you don't have the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding, the experience to, to even fathom what it is I'm experiencing right now. Mm. So, coaches have to go through adversity. So if you want to go from a trainer to a coach, you're going to have to struggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To take that a layer deeper, what does that look like, applying your personal experiences to mentorship and with that goal being lifelong development? <clears throat> well, that is, that is very, that is multi-layered. I mean, it depends. Well, but, you know, I'll talk about one of my experiences coming through that that my man Diesel was present for me. You did what I'm saying? Like, when I had lost my brother, I lost my brother in 2018. You did what I'm saying? And I still went to go teach class the next day. Mm. I still drove, because this is when I moved to Chattanooga. I just moved to Chat. You feel what I'm saying? And I was still teaching down at school in Alabama. So I still drove down two hours, because at the end of the day, like, I had a responsibility and I had business to handle. You mm-hmm. did what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it was it was tough, you feel me? But, you know, in the time of adversity is when you got to stand your ten toes and stand the tallest. You feel what I'm saying? So that right there was a was a growing moment for me. You feel me? Because, I mean, I've, I've grown up being a pastor's kid. Like, I've grown up, you know, around those type situations where, like, you lose somebody, you still got to, like, be able to push through. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you, you're going to interact with clients and athletes and patients who, like, they may lose somebody or they may go through a tough time and, like, you got to be able to show empathy. You may not be uh, an empath, but you need to be able to have that skill set to be able to show that you understand to the best of your ability where it is that they're coming from. Mm. So you know any type of any type of physical or mental or emotional adjustments that you need to make during the session, you're, you're capable of doing that because you've once had to do it for yourself. Like, my workouts, like, when I lost my brother, like, my workouts was always the same. You feel what I'm saying? Because, like, sometimes I just be mentally taxed. Mm-hmm. I, was, I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared to go in there and lift no heavy weight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I go in there by myself, and I just sit on the floor, and I just cry. I just mm-hmm. go into a corner, and I just cry. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I just hop on the treadmill. I do me a little bit of walking, because that's what was going to clear my mind. And I go to the crib. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like your per- everybody is a representation of somebody. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I always explain that to coaches. I explain that to trainers. I explain that to uh, to my clients as well. Like, every time I put somebody up on my profile, you represent what somebody is, you represent where somebody's been, and you represent where somebody's going. Okay. It's the same thing as this right here. You feel what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you just, you got to, you, 
got to be willing to be vulnerable. You can't be you can't be vulnerable if you're not willing to be touched. So you got to have some type of openness in order for you to really be able to progress and be able to be a mentor to somebody. Really be able to teach somebody, you know what it is to what what it is to actually fight and not fold. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. That was a lovely explanation. Um, for those listening and for us in this room, just to tap in, as you can see. This space is kind of, well, not kind of, more so super open. It's okay to get exposed, talk about these things. That's a space that we are defining. Is there anything about this space that you want to be made more clear to the people who are being exposed to us at this moment in time? We funny as hell. Mm. I'm off the wall. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, the way that I represent myself, you know what I'm saying? Just talking about me personally, the way I represent myself, like, I like going against the grain. I like mm-hmm. going against the grain so people know that, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is, this is a stand-up motherfucker. Like, this nigga, like, he real true. Like, I could really, I could resonate with him. Like, you know, I got I got tattoos on purpose. Like, at a, per, at a point in time, it was, oh, don't get tattoos on your forearm. You know, you may, you may have to go and get a job. It's like, I ain't working for no motherfucker. Like, I been said that, though. Like, I've I, I been established there. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I got locks, dreads, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I usually be having the grill in. I got piercings. You know, all that stuff. I slam my words. Like, you know, been public speaking since I've been four. So, obviously, I can speak clearly, but I'm from the country. Mm-hmm, I'm a representative. Mm-hmm. I'm from Georgia. I'm from North Georgia. I'm from the sticks. You feel me? So, it's like, I do these things, and I represent myself like that on purpose so more people feel more comfortable when they come and, like, actually interact with me. And when they talk to me, you know what I'm saying? Because we have people who continually feel like they have to code switch. I don't, I don't want somebody to feel like they have to code switch in order to listen to the podcast. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? So it's it's going to be raw. And it's going to be in your face. And you might ask a question. And I'd be like, what the fuck is it? You feel what I'm saying? But you shouldn't feel attacked. Mm-hmm. Because it's all in fun. You feel what I'm saying? Like, just like I poke fun to somebody, like, they had the same opportunity to poke fun at me. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Just like I call somebody out. If I call out a coach or a trainer or whatever on some bullshit, and I will, and I'll say your name too. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want all the smoke. So Message. I don't, call, I don't care. You feel me? But it's like, just like I do that, <clears throat> if you got something to say about me, like, you can say it about me. All I got to say is shit. Like, if you trying to jump off in that water, like, you better see how deep that motherfucker is because I go down to the bottom. You just said, meet me at the gym. Oh, no, nah, straight up. Nah, it's too much. It's too much stuff on social media. Folk be trying to go back and forth and all that. Like, that's why we got this right here. Like, we bringing this right here live, so you already know. Like, we ain't with all that click clacking. Uh, uh, uh. Nah, like we gonna talk about this. We verbal with it. We do the podcast. Like, we in one take. It ain't no two, no three, no four. You feel what I'm saying? Aside from the tongue wrestling aspect of it, this, this, this entire us doing this right now is to literally. Clear the air of any misconceptions, any doubts, any misleadings, anything you want to say that that you can come to me and say, I didn't know. If you didn't know, you knew to tell someone you didn't know. So when you tell someone that you didn't know, you got you have more than one professional at this table to guide you or correct you or to give you clarity on whatever it is you want to gain clarity on. I want everyone who's listening, watching. Uh, reading the transcripts, whatever the case is, to know if you have a question, ask it. Right? If you need to, if you need to get something off your chest, get it off your chest. There's there's nothing wrong with coming up short. Everybody here has had shortcomings. Everybody here has failed 
on more than one occasion. We all got bad stories. We all got bad upbringings. <clears throat> we all got mishaps, uh, instabilities, inconsistencies, uh, uh, misreceived notions. Say it. Talk it. Ask it. Feel it. But don't be ashamed because nobody at this table is perfect. We all know that no one else outside this table is perfect. If you come in here thinking you're perfect, I guarantee you're going to be embarrassed way faster than the person who looks in worse condition than you presented yourself to be. It might run over your head, but at the same time, let that pride go. Yeah, you got to leave that pride at the door. So when y'all turn the podcast on, like, you got to leave that pride at the door. You know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> you want to be able to go through an instance to where you can learn, but also be able to unlearn. There's some things that people feel like they was right on that they're going to see, like, oh, dang, I'm wrong. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be some. It's gonna be some things that people see that they write on, but it's like, oh, okay, like this is a another perspective for me to look at it. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. So it's like you gotta, you have to be willing to be open and be willing to listen. You feel what I'm saying? Like this isn't, this isn't a a a, a one dimensional podcast. You feel what I'm saying? It isn't even three dimensional. It's four dimensional. That might go over some people's heads because we talking about physics, mm. but I just want people to. I want people to feel comfortable being able to tap in. I want people to be able to feel like they actually, like, sitting on the couch or in the room with the podcast. Like, damn, like, you know, like, they cool as hell. Like, the way that they broke this down, like, this really made sense. So I was like, damn, like, I didn't even know that I had this question to ask. But the way that he just explained this, like, this is something that I would have asked, and now he done answered it. Right. Like, being able to just finish your sentences type deal. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm. You mentioned... Um... I'm gonna skip back about three pages. Right, right. For sure. Uh, you said that while you was programming after your the loss of your family, close loved one, that you weren't mentally prepared. Mm -hmm. um, I wanna get into that because a lot of people, uh, and when I speak, I'm speaking for the average consumer. He said that he trains, what would you call it? I'm sorry, you coach general population. Yeah, I, I do a lot of different populations, but we can talk about general population yeah, for yeah. now. When I, when, I, when, I, when I speak, I like to uh, believe myself to be an advocate for the general population. Uh, I've never had any professional, um, collegiate aspirations, even though I did participate. It was nothing major. It wasn't my life. Uh, I just actually enjoyed the fitness world and uh, what it contributed to my lifestyle. Uh, so you said um, that you weren't mentally prepared to lift heavy weights. Uh, how how important is mental preparation for any form of working out, any form of exercising? Mental preparation is important for life itself. You can't go into an environment and you don't know what you're going to be facing. Message. Like, man and woman, man with a wound, fears the unknown. That doesn't mean that you skip preparation. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to get prepared to go to work. You know what I'm saying? If you accidentally fuck around and get somebody pregnant, you got to get prepared to be able to support that baby. You feel what I'm saying? You got to be prepared to support whoever it is that you impregnated or whoever it is that you're going to raise that baby with. Like, y'all got to get on the same page. So emotionally, y'all got to get on a whole different level to be able to have that understanding with each other. You feel what I'm saying? If you want to grow within life, you have to be able to give your 100%. People, when they be thinking 100%, they be thinking that I got to go balls to the wall. You feel what I'm saying? I may feel shitty one day. All I have is 50% to give. Give me all that 50. I want all that 50. If all you can take is two steps, I want them two steps. You feel what I'm saying? But 
you just can't go into no situation just being unprepared. People think that they can finesse life, and that's why they don't take mental preparation seriously. You feel what I'm saying? But one day you're going to, like, get into a situation, like, where you get your ass made and you really, like, you down and out. And it's like, what you going to do? You can't sit there and die. You want to live. You got folks that you got to take care of. You got people who you're a role model for. So you got to find a way to be able to push through and make it. So to be able to avoid those instances and avoid those mishaps, because at some point it's going to happen. But it doesn't mean that it has to happen all the time. You dig what I'm saying? Right. So, like, it could be it could be it could be simple things. It could be affirmations that somebody write. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, I joke a lot about you know people drinking up and drinking they well, getting up and then drinking their tea and then going to you know hit their little journal and their meditation. You know what I'm saying? But it's like that's what you would because you know I'm a go hard motherfucker. So I'm like nah, like grind out, get that shit. But at the end of the day, if that's what's going to help mentally prepare you to go deal with these people on your job to stress you the fuck out. If that's what's going to help mentally prepare you for this kid that you wasn't ready for, if that's what's going to help mentally prepare you to, to you know what I'm saying, have to go to the gym and, and hit this weight that you haven't never fathomed hitting before, that's what you got to do. Like, your mental preparation is very personal. Like, can't nobody teach you, like, this is what you have to do. All they can do is just say, this is a method that may work for you. Like, there's no concrete way. And that shit's not going to happen every day. You feel me? It's just like warming up. I don't warm up the same for my workouts every single day. It's always something that I got to do different because I feel different every day. I have a baseline, but I'm not afraid to deviate because I've been able to experience things in life. So the more I'm able to experience, the more tools I'm able to put in my toolbox. You did what I'm saying? So it's the same concept with mental preparation. I have to be willing to enter into an environment where I know that shit gonna make me uncomfortable. I know I'm probably gonna fuck up. I know I'm probably gonna fall on my face, but I need to be able to experience that. So if that situation come back around to me again, un unwit well, if it comes to me, um, and I didn't voluntarily put myself in that situation, I still need to be able to handle that. So the more that I can voluntarily make myself uncomfortable, the more I can be resilient when them things actually come the more mental preparation I can actually have. So sometimes mental preparation is just going out somewhere where you don't want to go or where you've never been before. I answer your question. For sure. Future said, don't get too comfortable. <laughs> That's what Future said. Don't get too comfortable. That's what he said. And That's real, though. People be getting real comfortable. They be getting comfortable as hell. You know what I'm saying? They got that same little routine. A lot of people be like, well, I'm a routine person. I, fo I have to follow a routine. And if it doesn't go like this, then my day is just going to be horrible. I was like, what the fuck is you talking about? Nigga, that shit do not go the same every fucking day that you wake up. It be something different. It's, mm. some, it's something different that you go through, Shawty. The weather's always, always you different. You hear me? So what is you talking about? I got to have such a mundane routine. If I don't have it, I'm going to be mad as hell. If I don't have it, I'm going to be real pit. Nah, bro. They nah. consider that to be that baseline you said you deviated from. Man, look, bro. If that's your baseline, that's fine. But it's not the tell I'll be y'all. They treat it as the tell I'll be y'all. If this one thing doesn't go my way, I'm going to send this bitch up. Come on, G. Come on, but you talking about you want to grow, but you can't deal with a little mishap. You're not ready to grow. You're not ready to grow at all. You still throwing temper tantrums when something don't go your way. 
it ain't ready to grow. It sound good. You see that shit on social media that boosts your head up. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, they're going to help me grow up, man. No, the fuck is not. I think the, te- the temper tantrums are okay, but it's what you do once you get a hold of yourself. They say emotions last. You can let an emotion last for 10 seconds. For sure. Experience that thing, understand that thing, and let it go. But if you hold on to it, it becomes a mood. Mm-hmm. It becomes the flavor of the day. Right. And then if you don't let it go, that's you. And sometimes, and sometimes, look though, like you said, it's all about what you do after. Sometimes it's gonna be a day. Sometimes it's gonna be two days. But do you have a plan, or do you even have the willingness to combat that, mm. to get out of that shit? You know what I'm saying? Like with my kids, I teach. Because I'm also a mentor, a sexual health educator, mm-hmm. between an adolescent pregnancy prevention for inner city students. You feel me? And I've been doing that two going on three years. Mm. And one thing that... Shout out, shout out. Appreciate that, appreciate that. And one thing that I talk to my kids about is whatever you feel, like we, like our program is uh, built off of choices. So mm-hmm. we always let the kids know, like, you always have a choice. Can't nobody, can't nobody like say that you don't have a choice. Thanks. So we teach them how to communicate so you don't put yourself in a situation where you got to forfeit your choice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what's understood don't have to be said. We ain't got to go that deep today. But you have to – I always express that to them so they don't negate their emotions because that's something that we commonly see not only within adults, but we see that within the youth because they learn from us. So we see these kids that when they – when somebody does something that they don't like, they don't process why they don't like it. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They just immediately shut down. They don't want to talk about why they don't like it. They just immediately shut down. You did what I'm saying? Right. That's not helping them mentally prepare to be able to be in a workplace to where somebody's going to purposely do something to piss you off. Your job, your, your boss going to do something. They might dock your pay mm. just to see how much you're going to stay around that motherfucker. Mm. But it... If you never let that kid express themselves just because Johnny took their pencil and they didn't like that, and then they decided to fall out on the floor, man, that pencil could mean everything to them. You didn't know who gave them that pencil. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Let them go on here and experience that. But in the same sense, like pull them to the side and talk to them and explain to them, this can't always happen. I recognize your emotions. Mm. I accept your emotions and I embrace your emotions. But your action cannot happen within this place. It's a time and place for everything. Mm-hmm. So you can actively experience your emotions, but you won't always be able to have that action that matches up with the intensity of that emotion because that environment may not permit it. You know what I'm saying? Right, Like right. You, you may feel like wanting to go fight somebody. You may be mad as hell, and you may be so mad that you want to go swing on somebody. Right. And how you feel may be valid. Somebody may have did something to you where you feel like you got to go, you got to send that bitch up. Right. You know what I'm saying? But if you're in a public place, there's consequences that you got to face for that. You feel what I'm saying? Right. So it's like really just talking about, like, I understand what you want to do, but are you willing, do you, first off, do you understand the consequences that you have to face? And then second of all, are you willing to deal with them consequences? If you're not willing to deal with those consequences, then we need to sit down and allow me to show you a different way that you can handle this to where you're still able to firmly and accurately and comfortably process your emotions, mm-hmm. but it's not going to cost you your freedom. It's not going to cost you your life, and it's not going to cost... Uh, it's not going to be at the expense of someone else being uncomfortable around you. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Because one action can mess you up for your whole life. You feel me? Mm. 
it seems, um, it sounds to me that you've, uh, to a, to a degree, calloused uh, yourself to become more resilient, right? Resiliency when um, I had no choice, right? Heartaches came your way, or um, uh, misfortunes, or you know, disappointments, mm. uh, things didn't go through, even though you planned thoroughly, or mm. even though you've got comfortable with the situation. Mm. Uh, you've always told yourself, yes, I'm, I'm, it's going to be here, it's going to be here. Mm. Uh, not in a sense of procrastination, but it's just, this is what this is. Mm. And then all of a sudden, things change. I grew up like that, especially with older parents. You know what I'm saying? Especially coming from a military household. Like my daddy, he's a Vietnam and Desert Storm Shield veteran. Like, you're a front line. You know what I'm saying? You're mm-hmm. infantry. And then he served for 22 years. You feel me? So it's like, he done seen a lot. He done seen a lot of things that, you know what I'm saying? You only seen the video games and the movies and all that. You feel right. me? So, and especially, like, you know, being an older parent, you know, raising me, like, you know, when you get older, you may not know, like, how long you really going to be here before you got to get gone. Right. So, me being raised, it was a lot more aggressive. Like, I was introduced to a lot of things, like, real early. So, coming up, like, especially, like, if I was in church or whatever, you know what I'm saying, like, Sunday school, Bible school, whatever, yeah. I'd be with the adults. I wouldn't be with the kids. Right. Like I started, I was a youth a youth speaker and a lecturer by the time I was nine years old. Mm-hmm. So I'm teaching my peers that are 15, 16, 17, whatever. I'm teaching them at the age nine, ten years old. You did what I'm saying? Right. So I just had to be able to, I had to understand the cycle of life very early. I had to understand that, you know what I'm saying, I may get to the end of high school. I may not have my parents. You feel what I'm saying? Just because I be seeing so much. I be seeing so much illness and so much death like it is what it is. So I ain't really have a choice but to learn how to master my emotions. Then I grew up in a racial environment, too. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of opportunities that other individuals were afforded that I wasn't necessarily, you know what I'm saying, giving them opportunities. It's a lot of things I had to experience just because, you know what I'm saying, because because the skin that I couldn't really avoid. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, that didn't, that didn't give me permission to act a fool. Just like, so I had to tell one of my kids while I was teaching, I had to give him an example because I had to go to a juvenile detention center with some boys that they was having, like, problems really controlling their emotions and everything. And it's like, you know, we speaking on mental preparation. Like, they openly admitted that they wasn't prepared for a lot of things that would come because they just couldn't process how they was feeling or what was going on. You Mm -hmm. feel what I'm saying? So I told them that it was a point in time to where, like, it was a it was a group of dudes who, you know what I'm saying, like they had me cornered or whatever, and like, you know, they called me the N-word and like, you know, like they spit on me. They was like, Man, like, bro, I would have fucked them up, I would've beat their ass. And I was like, Well, it was just me. Shit, yeah, where I come from is it's not a lot of us. You feel mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I could have I could have lived with emotions and been like, all right, I'm trying to go on and send this up. But it's like it's like ten of y'all. So like, bro, y'all about to wax me. It's one of me, it's ten of y'all. Cause come on, that ain't gonna go. I'm about to be on that floor. You feel what I'm saying? So it was like, I just had to go ahead and chunk that up. Right. You know what I'm saying? I had to chunk that up, you know, be able to go find somebody that was in an authoritative position, report it to them or what happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially coming over, be like, man, nah, bro, like, you a bitch, bro, man. You a little hoe, bro. You, you should have did that. You should have did this. I was like, well, if I did that, I wouldn't be here to talk to you a day about what just happened. Mm. You did what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you have to be able to think logically first and then you can decide how much emotions you want to contribute to that. You feel what I'm saying? You got to have yeah. context before you go and act. You have to. Mm-hmm. And I want to segue into that. Just just taking that, 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 that statement right there, you want to think logically before you think emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, 
depending on how much logic one uses uh, in their daily life, uh, uh, will that affect how, or I want to say effective, the mental preparation can be? Yeah. Does, does your logical reasoning uh, put a ceiling on your mental preparation? Yeah. Because your logical reasoning is your access to context. So if you only have so much, if you, it's like a runway, you feel what I'm saying? So it's like your runway is your knowledge mm. and the airplane is you. Mm. So let's speak on plateauing real quick. Okay. So we can, we can intertwine this within mental plateauing and also physical, like in the weight room or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So many people be thinking that they plateau, like, hey, I hit a wall. Mm. Hey, I done did woo to woo to woo and I can't go no more. It's not that you necessarily plateaued, but it's just you've ran out of that. That runway of knowledge is over with. You haven't experienced enough to where you can continue to build on to the length of that runway. You did what I'm saying? That's what the plateau is. So the plateau is just your your, uh, noticeable limit or access to knowledge. You feel what I'm saying? You're always going to plateau in life. There's always going to be something that you plateau with until you learn something until you experience something that gives you a different perspective or that gives you a greater perspective so you can continue to go. So, yeah, like, if you don't have a lot of logic or if you don't have much logical reasoning, it's it's only so much that you're really going to be able to prepare for. This is like a kid. You know what I'm saying? A kid can't get up here and talk about what we talked about. Regardless of how 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 much adversity it is that they done seen, there's only so much they're going to be able to talk about because, like, we 27, we 26, 27 years old. We done been more places. We done talked to more people. We done been in situations where the people who we talk to are more mature than this age bracket. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's things that we could talk about with work that that kid can't talk about. They're not old enough to work. There's things we could talk about with relationships. They're not old enough to talk about relationships. There's things we could talk about with lifting weights they're not old enough to talk about because, you know, physiologically, like, their hormonal balance isn't up how ours is. So there's certain things that we have to do that they don't have to do when it comes to recovery, when it comes to execution. There's certain levels of professionalism that we have to uphold that they just have not experienced yet. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? Okay, I want to switch the, I want to switch the speaker moment um, to get to Mills. Uh, Millet. Mr. Mills! Um... <laughs> Just, just like me, um, you're not a professional athlete, right? Uh, nor are you a professional coach, trainer, anything like that. Um, what are some things that you focus on? I don't want to know your, your, I don't want to know this, this, this. But what are some things you focus on when you're mentally preparing um, for a workout? Um, very surface level, matter of fact person. Um, it is what it is. You know, so not more so how long I'm doing it, but what I'm doing it. Give me the facts of the matter. The ones, the twos, and threes. I don't really care about the advanced concepts, Uh but give me the chance to discover the advanced concepts. Uh Because at this point in life where I'm at is, if I want to go deeper, give me the ability and the chance to go deeper on my own. That's going to make the whole process of preparing, being aware, more important for me. It's going to be more personal for me. And Coach Moose say, oh, we're going to work the back today, but I want you to focus on activating your lower lats. And when you push and pull, I want you to, 
to feel this at this motion in time and explode at this. I'm not really going to understand that without him being there and touching those certain areas on my back. Right. But if I go, if he goes, we're going to do push-pull day, we're going to work the back. Um, these the exercises. Um, you know, I want you to know this ahead of time, you know, take care of your own, understand this is what we're going to do. I'm probably, me, myself, going to go on YouTube, going to look some things up, figure out what is this going to do for me, where I need to focus. So when I do go in this situation, when I go into this training session, and I still got the privilege and the time to work with a coach, and he does do this activation, he talks about these interconnected systems, I got a little bit of know-how. And that's that's a part of that's a part of my mental preparation, but that's all because from experience, I know if I do a little bit of work on my own, when I get to the classroom, when a master tells me about some stuff, it makes a little bit more sense. You know what I'm saying? And so that that adds more content, makes it more personal for me. Yeah, that's that's real. And I'm gonna switch the conversation back to uh Back to smooth for a moment, uh, seeing as though you are both the provider and at times you are the receiver as well. And you told me at times that you'll go work out with you. You call them your OGs, right? Uh, and they're pushing you and they're, and they're uh, coaching you and, sure. and they're helping you and instructing you. For sure. um, is your mental preparation, do you feel, in your opinion, is your mental preparation uh, more in-depth or is it more relaxed because you've been on both sides? You've administered, you've also received. Um, really, it depends on what phase I'm in. I ain't gonna lie. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've experienced so much <clears throat> that for the most part, like, it's relaxed. You did what I'm saying? But right now, like, it is a lot more in tune because it's like, <clears throat> you know, like, I just got done putting together my program for April, my strength and track program, so I can get back into throwing discus, so I can get back into competing. Y'all look up for his new programs and y'all. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's worth it. Look at the the shirt yeah. tight, bro. You know that's that's not paint. That's fabric. <laughs> he said that ain't paint. That's fabric. Nah, I'm gonna end up pitching myself at the end of the podcast. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna let y'all know what the woo is. But um, it just just at this point right now, like because I only have a limited amount of time to achieve what it is I want to achieve. It is a lot more serious. It is a lot more honed in to what my mental preparation is. Like, for example, my program starts April 4th, beginning of April. You did what I'm saying? But this week, I'm literally going to go through all my motions that I'm going to have to go through for the beginning of April. So it's just like, if I have to work out at 6 o'clock in the morning, I may not actually be at the gym this week at 6 o'clock in the morning. I may have time to go at eight or nine, but I'ma still be up at six at the gym. So my body's used to just being in that environment. You feel me? I may have to do my workout and I may have four sets. All right, well this week I'm just doing two. Just so I could get used to the exercise order. You know what I'm saying? All my supplements hasn't come in just yet that I've ordered. You feel what I'm saying? Right. But I may have it on my schedule to take my my one of my pills on my iron bis glycinate. I may have that on schedule to take that at nine thirty. I have a 9.30, I'm down in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I may at least drink my water. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Like, the things that I have to do, I'm putting my body in those environments yeah. whether I'm actually capable of performing that action tonight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My throwing shoes ain't going to come in to a point in time. 
I'm still going to do my tech work in the ring just so my body has that awareness of this is where I'm at over here. This is where I'm at over there. This is what I'm doing right here. This is what I'm doing right there. This is what I'm expected to be up right here. This is what I'm expected to lay down right there. You dig what I'm saying? I'm going to sleep at a certain time. I'm off my phone at a certain time so my nervous system can properly downregulate. So at a certain time, I'm off the phone. I ain't going to be on my phone no, no 30 minutes, an hour before I go to bed. No, I'm putting that down. Even if I ain't sleeping, I'm putting that down because I need to build that habit. Your behaviors form your habits. People look at habits, they don't take a step deeper to look at the behaviors. Behaviors is based off of emotions. You feel me? So I need to make sure that I'm properly addressing everything, moving into what I need to. So when April 4th hit, it's nothing but execution. Because it ain't no missing no days. It ain't no missing no suffering. It ain't no missing this. It ain't no, oh, this happened. Like, nah, like, it's going to get done. Because ain't nobody or no thing going to get into the way of that. But it's like, that's that's just how locked in I am. Just like we was talking yesterday, if I got to take this supplement at 9.30 in the morning, I'm not taking it at 9.28. I'm not taking it at 9.32. I'm taking it at 9.30. Right. Like I said, it's on the schedule. That's what I'm doing. This is what time I need to be eating. Then what time I'm eating. Right. It's just straight up like that. Right. Everybody doesn't have that willingness, that willpower, that desire, that mental capacity, strength, or that preparation to do so. And that's fine. And you've also seen to break it down to where it seems practical in a way. Yes. It's, it's just instinctive your way your body moves, which is why you said if you don't have the supplementation, but you're in the kitchen. I'm still the, I'm still drinking that water. Right, like you trying to wash as it down. As if I had to take it. As if I had to take it. So when time. it is time for you to get into it and someone witnesses you, it's like this, it's just, it's natural. It's natural. It's, it's practical. Like, like you, it. you see me do it through college, so you already know what it is. Like, right. it, like this ain't new. It's just something that I had to tap back into. And right. that's why it wasn't hard for me to tap back into it. Because, right. like, you see me eat the same thing for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for eight months straight. Right. And a lot of people be like, dang, you ain't eating nothing else? I ain't want to eat nothing else. Mm. I, I need results. Give a fuck about how, how good it is. How, oh, well, I'm tired of this. I removed my emotions from that shit. My emotions ain't got shit to do with this point in time. It ain't got nothing to do with what it is I got to achieve. That's real. Because I'm not even letting myself block me from what I got to go do. That's how bad I want it, though. Everybody don't want it that bad. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Nobody should be discredited because they don't want it that bad. You know what I'm saying? That just means that you just run in that phase of life. I can't even say that. That doesn't even mean that you don't even want it that much. It's not even worth it to you. I'm not even going to go to the extent of saying that. I'm okay. just going to say that you just aren't in that phase to where... You you have that power to make those type of concrete decisions. So it's going to take a little bit more for you to experience until you can finally understand this is how smooth is able to do this to this capacity. Because that is something that is uh, it's difficult. Right. Regardless of how skilled you get with that shit. No, that shit difficult. It is. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of things that personally I have to cut out there's a lot of things I want to do that personally I got to cut out. And, you know, that's completely fine because, again, like, that's how much is worth it to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't sacrifice my fun time. I still have my sanity because your sanity, your your things that you like to do within your spare time, that is a part of your preparation because yeah. you got to be happy in order to be prepared. Mm. You got to. You have to be in a positive headspace in order for you to truly progress. So I don't want people to think just because I'm doing all this, that, and the third, we walk the band, whatever, that I'm sacrificing what Smooth wants to do because Smooth don't sacrifice what it is that he wants to do at the end of the day. You feel me? Y'all know because I still be eating my motherfucking gummies. I be this fucking nigga talking like he missed the tea. 
Hey, <laughs> I pity the fool. I pity the fool. <laughs> I pity the fool that's not in the kitchen at 9.30 a.m. I pity the fool that don't drink, that don't drink protein shakes when he ain't got protein shakes. I'm taking phantom pills. Right. right. <laughs> I'm and taking placebos and they not placebos. <laughs> nigga popping pseudo perkies and shit. <laughs> He's taking pills from the ghost. <laughs> right, right, right. Lil Dirk. Lil Dirk said he ain't popping no real pill. He kicked. Nigga died on purpose. Mm. Mm. He did say that shit. Mm. Nigga died on purpose. Oh, okay. mm. He did say that shit. That crazy. Mm. Sean Diesel, I got a question for you. All right. So. I got y'all. So from my perspective, correct me if I'm wrong. Talk about it. It seems like you went from going through a a regimented training. Someone gave you a, a workout to do. You performed a workout. You went on, did your thing, and you were moving. And then you took your development kind of more personal. Yeah. And so. Well, you took that motherfucker personal, boy. Right, right. Sean Diesel was sleeping on my motherfucking couch. Goddamn. Right. I remember them days. Right. It was an OG day for real, for real. Real shit. It was a time. Um, it was four o'clock in the morning. It was it was a, it was a time where it was that serious to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always I've always admired my physique. Mm. Right. Okay. After my own mentality, my own mind. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've always been applauded and accredited. And, oh, you're such a great. Hey, that's cool. But what I really loved about myself is the way that. Um, I can change myself. I'm able to control my own. Uh, I believe I'm able to control my 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 destiny, mm-hmm. my outlook. My oh, I was wondering what that flashing was. And my phone, my phone. Oh, I was tweaking. I was looking around like, "Fuck going on?" Like, yeah, damn, yeah. then the computer started doing that shit. <laughs> I'm over here futuristic and computer. Nigga. Right, right. And I, I, it's like I've seen, I've seen a lot of YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. 429 pounds, and now he's 230. Mm-hmm. Looking like, like, you know, I'm like, okay, so how did he do that? He just wanted to. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, he's in the kitchen at 930 because he wants to. Mm-hmm. He can take it a step deeper. He can take it three steps deeper. At the end of the day, the reason he got up mm. was because he wanted to. And more so because I was willing to. A lot of motherfuckers can want to do shit. But they're not willing to do it. Like right. everybody want to be a millionaire, but everybody's not willing to do what it takes to be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. So it's also because I was willing to do that shit right. too. Just right. like them people who lost all their weight or did this, that, and the third, and they maintained that shit. It's because they was willing to go through that fire. Mm-hmm. They didn't give a fuck about what they was gonna go through. All they knew is I want to get this shit and I'm gonna get it. Right. And I understand. I understand the willingness behind it. Before you're willing to do anything, mm-hmm. you gotta want it. Mm, got to. You have to literally want it. And so yeah, you're right. I I went from um, taking instructions to finding instructions. Mm. I cling to him the way I cling to him. Cling, clung, clang. Cling, clang, clang, clang. I cling to him the way I did was because I wanted to take this into my own hands. Right? And you continue to connect yeah. because. And not only did he allow that. I saw that he respected that as well. Mm-hmm. So, like a motherfucker. And he was more willing to help me than anyone else who wanted to give him money. Mm-hmm. He gave me advice that he wouldn't give someone who's paying him. You know what I'm he just wouldn't. That's shiesty. Right? And you and that and, and that form of respect comes they from ain't want it like he wanted. Mm. I don't give a fuck about that money. What did he just say? They ain't want it because he want like he wanted it. They didn't want it. They didn't what? They didn't what? Want it. They didn't want it. Okay. That's all it was. So that was my that was my biggest. 
my biggest platform to stand. My foundation was based on me wanting it. Okay. Uh-huh. And I did not, I didn't let that be anything less than what it was, me wanting it. Mm-hmm. I made sure at the end of the day, I want this. Let's go. Mm. No more questions to ask. Mm. Do you want it? You hungry? You want some food? Go get it. Mm. You want some money? Go work. Mm. You want some ass? Go text. Mm. Go call. Go on a date. If you want it, go get it. And I left it right there. I left it right there. And I, I, I didn't care about nothing else behind it. Mm-hmm. There was sacrifice that had to be made. We'll talk about that later. Mm. Right? Phone conversations had to be had. Talk about that later. Mm. Decisions had to be made. Talk about that later. Do you want this? Uh-huh. Mm. Man, man, I only got $20 in my pocket. You know, the supplement costs 18 Do you want that supplement? Mm. Like, damn that. Do you want it? Do you want that motherfucker? Mm. Yeah. You want that motherfucker? Go get we'll it. We'll get and talk about the rest later. Mm. When you say, fuck how it turned out. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's how I approached him. It felt safe for me to be that balls to the wall mentality mm-hmm. around him. When I met him, that's what I felt. I didn't talk to him. I didn't pick his brain. I looked at him. I watched him. That's what it is. Mm. That's what it is. And in the in the weight room, I, I, I can say that me being an athlete for my the, for majority of my youth, they cultivated that in me. Mm-hmm. But I never had an opportunity to put it apply it for myself directly. Mm. When I met him, I had to. I chose to. I wanted to. Mm. I did it. Because he's a coach, not a trainer. Right. He didn't believe Appreciate it back it. then, but... And so now we're at a point in time where we're going to bring things to a close. This is where we are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to give y'all too much. You feel me? You know? I know. I start preaching. Y'all yeah, thought he start, could talk. I hey, start preaching. Hey, y'all was, thought he could talk. I could talk. You were starting to get hot. You didn't know the collar started stretching out because the bane and the other side <laughs> of the neck. You feel me? The collar started stretching. But. Well, you here. You wild boy. Wild boy. Wild boy. Wild boy. But, um. I want to know final thoughts, final plugs. You know, what, what y'all got? What y'all want to end? For, what I got for final thoughts? Final thoughts. What y'all want to end on? We coming up on an hour. Oh shit! If you want that motherfucker, go get that motherfucker. Mm. I mean, it is straight like that, bro. Like we don't went through the whole podcast. You know, we done. You know, drop little gems, whatever. You know, get a little intro, all that. Didn't get too much, but gave enough just to go ahead and make you think. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Regardless of how much shit I talk about, like, fool, like, I can't motivate you. Can't nobody motivate you. Like, you got to motivate yourself. Mm-hmm, I can mm-hmm. inspire you. I can give you inspiration. But there's no, I cannot motivate you. Inspiration is is uh, extrinsic. Mm-hmm. Motivation is intrinsic. So motivation comes from within. So when people be looking at all these videos, they be like, oh, you know, this is a this is a motivational video. Oh, I'm, I'm motivated. If you don't have more understanding of why you want to do that, if you don't feel more compelled to go and complete that for yourself, you was not motivated. Mm. To be motivated is to have a personal understanding of why this is valuable to you. Mm -hmm. That's motivation. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Inspiration is being able to see the act of others doing what it is that you're thinking about. And you may be able to resonate with their actions and be like, oh my gosh, this makes sense on why I need to do this. Let me ponder this some more. You know what? Matter of fact, let me get up and let me go ahead and go. Mm. You know? So, you know, those of y'all listening to this podcast, watching this podcast, whatever, don't say that this shit was a motivational podcast because it wasn't. 
Like, don't even say that shit. Don't even say that shit. <laughs> don't I'm, try. I'm looking right at the camera, fool. Like, bro, like, when you edit this, like, zoom the camera in on my face, bro. Don't even say that shit. I'm not. Don't zoom I that bet. shit. That yeah, boy's exactly like, he got a fat ass pimple on his left cheek, <laughs> on, boy. That shit. Yeah, I'm gonna man. save you. Don't even say that shit. I'm gonna <laughs> save you. But not real talk. So, you know what I'm saying? That's that. And, uh, oh, yeah, with my programs. So, all I do right now is custom programs. So, my custom programs is $500 monthly. All I to, do is. You can go to smoothfitnessllc.com. You did what I'm saying? All I do is plan, 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 plan. No, no matter, matter what. what. <laughs> oh, go, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, you can go to smoothfitnessllc.com. You did what I'm saying? And then you can go on into the, the plans and you can read it over. I ain't about to go on through and list off everything that's included in it because I promise you, like, you can read all those ready-to-go programs. You know what I'm saying? I ain't doing those right now. Mm. I ain't doing those. And for those who don't know, man, Smooth Fitness LLC stands for Smooth Fitness Live Life Colorful. This nigga like six colors on right now. Mm. Man got on, <laughs> man got on Starburst Pink, the Tropical Pack. Yeah. <laughs> he got on the UNC Blue. Limited, li- limited Liability Corporation. Man got the... <laughs> yeah. That shit's there for Live Life Colorful. All right. <laughs> Sean Diesel. We calm, cool, collected, cozy, and colorful, bitch. All right, man. So anyway, like I, so anyway, like I was saying, oh, cause we need to drop our Instagram tags too. So y'all can follow me on Instagram at I am Cold Smooth because motherfucker, I am Cold Smooth. Y'all can follow me on Twitter at I am Cold Smooth because I am Cold Smooth. Y'all can follow me on goddamn TikTok at I am Cold Smooth underscore. Got your ass. Thought I was gonna say it again. Yes, sir, because I am Cold Smooth. But somebody had ticked that name. No, I had a TikTok. I had a TikTok and I fucked around. I forgot that I had made one. Nigga took his own spot. Yeah, I took my own spot on game. I took my own spot. I couldn't even lie back into it because I don't know the email that I had with it. Dang. I ain't had no followers on there though, so it didn't matter. Yes, sir. Hey yes, man, sir. TikTok be man, be overwhelming too, bro. Like having to like do all them, like, rehearse all that junk. You know what I'm saying? And make all that. It was cool. Like I, bro, I got so much stuff in the in my drafts. Like it's fire. I ain't gonna lie. Y'all know that TikTok we made about two weeks ago. I ain't even posted it. Oh, you gotta do that. I don't know. No. What you mean? I, I, got, I got it for me. Throw some music on there. I got it for me. Throw some music on there. And one day I'm missing y'all niggas, no homo pause and all that shit. I just love my dogs like that. I'm be missing y'all. Type deal, type deal, type deal, type deal, type deal. I'm gonna post it. I'm gonna post it like six years from now when it don't matter no more. Remember that one time? No, you didn't. Doop. Swoop. Y'all feel you don't want to airdrop nothing. No, no, no. What about no, you? What about you, Sean Diesel? What? A, what do you want to? Hey, boss, try to get out of here. Hey, man, nigga, we here. I ain't gonna hold you long. In closing, <laughs> hey, somebody gotta edit this thing. Let, let the doors of the church open. Nigga, what he say? Shake hands, be friendly. Nigga, forget to close the doors. <laughs> hey, I'm trying not to push this red button. You feel me? If you um. <laughs> I live by what I stood on. I, I, I live by what I said in my last, per my last email, nigga. Mm. Mm. I really hold myself accountable for the things that I want. Mm-hmm. You know, life is too short. I ain't, finna, I ain't finna jump off into nothing. Life is too short to do things for other people. My man so he ain't working for nobody. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm building myself to make my own money. Mm-hmm. We doing these things simply because we want to. We're doing this podcast simply because we wanted to. Yeah. If I said I don't want to do this podcast no more, they're not going to force me to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I said I don't want to work out with Buddy no more, shit, all right, you don't work out with me no more. 
It's, it's, it's really you do what you want to do. That's the attitude that I want to cultivate, and not in an arrogant way, but in the uh, in the most simple form of mm. self application. Do what you want to do. Mm. That's all I want people to understand. Right. Mm. Do you want people to find you anywhere? Don't worry about me. I'll see him. All right. Cool. Yeah, y'all see him. Cool. 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 What? He said y'all see him. Y'all see me when y'all see me when you see me. What it is? Yes, you straight sir. boy. You know it. <laughs> want you mm. no good. All right. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, cool. Hey, man. Look, this is a Shutter Production. Find mm. me on Shutter Productions LLC. Mm. Anywhere and everywhere. Honorable senior. You feel me? Amen. And that's it, you know. Come catch a vibe. If you're looking for me, you'll find me. Man, copycat. Oh, yeah. Fuck? No, bro. Redo hey, that. Hey, no, no, no. no. We done. We done. If no, you're we not. For... You got to redo that. Nah. You took, you jogged his. No, I didn't. I dropped my tag. If you're looking for me, you'll find me. We don't even know where to find him. See, there we go. He even dropped the mic. Press the red button. Get at me!